It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Everybody, I hope you uh, are enjoying the middle of your holiday season. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of things here, James. Obviously, the the Howard uh, debate is is going to be brewing here. As there's been a lot of interesting takes on the guy that everybody wanted weeks one through nine, and suddenly they want to shelve him and put him away. I have a Kamu to IR theory I want to run by you because mm-hmm. I thought that whole thing was really weird, and I don't think we said anything about it. And then, of course, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, James, but the Eagles could actually clinch playoff berth uh, just by simply beating the Giants How this week. How about that? So that's that pretty sad. How you been, buddy? I'm good, buddy. What's going on with you? It was nice of you to tell me that, that the year is ending. In a few yeah, days. I did. I was just Good. like I was. I was doing my thorough explanation yes. bullet point thing, and uh, yep, I said. Let me know. And I want to ask you your best moment of 2019 because you know the year's ending. <laughs> James just basically gave me the I'm, thanks. I'm just happy I know. Thank you. I'm, Thank I'm, you very I like much. To call you out for these things. Uh, I want to be in line. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I want to just do this real quickly. I think by this point, and no matter what happens on Sunday, Doug Peterson is an outstanding coach. Okay, we can just agree on that now, right? Like, yes, we can uh, criticize. That's never going anywhere. But, like, the same spot, once again, that this team has been put in for the second year in a row with all of the different storylines, injuries, drama, uh, you know, picking up shit. I don't even know. Whatever the man does, uh, he's an outstanding coach. He's not a good coach. He's not an okay coach. He's an outstanding football coach to be in this spot. And, yeah, they're they're getting lucky again more than uh, more or less, I guess, like last year they did. But... Like it's it's time to it's time to finally just put that one on the shelf. We can debate about Howie and Carson and so on and so on for the rest of the years and days and whatever. But I'm done worrying if Doug Peterson's an outstanding football coach because he is. Three words, John. Yeah. Leader 
Uh, oh, man. no. I take it back. I take it all back. Doug Peterson is a leader of men. <laughs> Look, I think I think you could still have some questions about play calling at times, um, this and that, but I, I'm, I'm certainly with you. I do think he needs better help underneath him and around him. I don't think Mike Groh is good enough. I don't think Press Taylor is good enough. I think we've learned that this year. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, and I think that, that Doug is the kind of guy who excels even more when he's got smart minds around him and all that because he's someone who's willing to collaborate. I'm with you, John. I think what Doug's done again Again, for the third year in a row to bring this group together from a, dare I say it, <laughs> emotional intelligence standpoint, uh, yes. I think he is among the best coaches I've ever seen. Um, he just has a way of getting guys to believe in himself and in each other that we don't see very often. So I'm with you. I think Doug Peterson's an outstanding coach. I still have some criticisms from the year. I don't think it was as great a year as it was a couple years no. ago, obviously, and all that. But I think a part of that is not having the right people around him. I think on the whole, yes, I'm with you. I think we can, can safely say with the way he has found a way to take this group of, of nothing, and, and Carson too, we'll get to Carson, but I think that to take this group and for three years in a row find a way to rally the way he has, I think that's special. Yeah, and to lean on you know whatever guys are there the the leader. What does he call it again? Leadership the, council. The leadership council. Scary. Yes, which sounds very yes. youth groupy and it scares me sometimes. It does sound youth groupy. <laughs> but I I love that you know the players obviously respond to him. Um, the thing that I think sticks out the most from this year is a couple of weeks ago when Jason Kelsey was almost I think inconsolable at one point after the Miami game. That seems about right because everybody was so upset and just to understand in even coming out and saying I'm just going to let him go just you know it's just him it doesn't have to be right in he doesn't have to be coddled he just needs to vent and be pissed off and so on and so on to identify all these things to as much as you know we will certainly break down X's and O's a lot throughout the year and kind of understand where a scheme is and beg for creativity all those things like James said I think can be fixable with a stronger staff and whatever I agree but to be able to tap into these guys and know each button it's very I know at this point he's overrated but it's very Phil Jackson-ish isn't it? Yeah it is no it's a certain Again, uh, there are few coaches that I can think of who have this type of ability to know what his guys need from him in the lowest of moments, the times where it just feels like all things are falling apart. He's a guy who finds a way to bring everyone together. And the that culture that he's fostered and created, I, I'm with you, John. I think that is a, a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And he's done it three years in a row. It's unbelievable. It's I, I, I'm with you. I think that he's had an up and down year from scheme perspective and, and certain times it's felt like, what the hell is Doug doing and all that type of stuff. But now that we're here and in this moment, and, and yes, they have to go out and beat the Giants and all that, but I, I think what he's done for three years in a row to rally guys is is special. And clearly, it's accelerated because of the success, but this is also dealing with the bouncing off of all of that success, too. Uh, and we've seen a lot of, you know, one-term quarterbacks, coaches, whatever, have those flashes of pan and move on. Um, and even though the, the biggest thing was one in his fourth year, this is incredible. Like, to be able to do all these different things, I just, it's the one thing I was sitting back and thinking the most this week is regardless of what happens on Sunday uh, and trust me I'm not there's no guaranteed stamp here for you there's no guaranteed stamp here for me Um, I think that no matter what this is why coaching is more important than a GM or quarterback or whatever Uh, Doug Peterson's a great example of that I mean quarterback's still GM's important too it's really hard that's one of those age old questions that I don't know I go back 
and forth on this one, <laughs> but I, I agree. I think certainly more than any other sport, coaching is is the most important in football. Uh, now, some bigger news. I thought everybody was going to be excited about Jordan Howard returning because there's so many people that have championed one the the signing and trading of him and or the trading of him, not the signing of him. Uh, and then everybody got really excited when they saw Miles Sanders struggling a little bit in his rookie year. And now that you've seen what Boston Scott has been able to do, and, you know, I figured it'd be like, oh, sweet, now there's this great three-headed monster, and everybody's going, yeah, I don't really want to see him anymore. I don't understand that, James. Explain that to me. Well, so I'm more on the, the I think that you go with what's been working philosophy, yeah. but I don't think it's, look, I don't, if, if Jordan Howard, if I thought Jordan Howard were fully healthy and fully game ready, I would want to see more of him. I just don't. I don't think yeah. he's ready to go. Like, he's cleared for contact, but he has not been in football shape. He's been out for like six weeks now or whatever. Something unbelievable. What we expected originally, it's more that this team is rolling right now. This offense is rolling right now. I believe in this offense right now. Obviously, you know, to a certain level with the talent that they have. I just think that that Jordan Howard's not going to be able to, to hold up the same way. That, that if they give him that type of work, I want to see him in short yardage situations. If there's a goal line situation, I want Jordan Howard in there. But I think on the whole, you have to roll with what's working, especially in an offense that is so lacking in terms of receiving threats, especially if Zach Ertz is out. You need running backs on the field who can contribute in that type part of the game as well. You need options out there. You need every play to be something where, oh, the back in the backfield could be a threat in the passing game. We know Jordan Howard's not, at least for all intents and purposes. So I'm not saying I don't want to see Jordan Howard at all, but I am totally fine with Jordan Howard being the third running back in this game. I just am. Where I am with, uh, with I- I'm with you in the sense that yes we don't know you know how long it's or how winded he's going to be in like 2 2 5 6 7 8 10 12 snaps whatever it is uh, but to think that like he can't come in here and contribute more than Boston Scott to me is kind of crazy the reason why they were having so much success the reason why everybody was telling everybody uh, let's run the football more and that's the key to success with this team and it might still be is because you had thunder and lightning in there now it might be a little more lightning than thunder now i'm fine if miles sanders is Gonna be well, the, yeah, he's the guy. clearly like that's he not even a debate. Guy. But yes. it, but when we're coming to like Boston Scott Jordan Howard, just split up what what is there, and I think you can use him not just in short yardage stuff. Although I do agree, uh, yes, those are obvious spots for him too. But I don't know if Ertz is going to go. It doesn't sound like he's I'd, going. to. I would be shocked. Yeah, yeah. Zagard's not playing on Sunday. He's just not. Yeah, he's not right. Like he's not going to force he's the not issue. Gonna play. They're not going to play him. Doctor David Chow had that little update. Uh, saying that, like, you know, there is a possibility that they might be worried about internal organ damage in these type of injuries and situations. So don't want to see that. But if Ertz isn't here, I want Howard. You know, see, like, that, that's more that, of a threat to me. I than, understand what you're saying, but I think Scott in that situation is actually more of a threat for what I said before is that Boston Scott can hurt you in two ways. Boston Scott can hurt you in the passing game. I think that they're going to have to have guys who can contribute multiple ways out there because the offense is going to be depleted and you're going to have to run some more pony. You're going to have to run two running backs. You're not going to be able to run 12 as effectively as, yeah. I mean, that's the, the staple of their offense. Here you comes know, Richard Rodgers. Yeah, and Josh Perkins <laughs> is a hybrid and, and whatever. Oh, right, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just, I think that, I get what you're saying. I don't think Jordan Howard should come back and be a non-factor, but I just think the way the offense is 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 like situated right now is, yeah. is put together that you know I think you need guys who can be you know options in the passing game as well. Um, I, yeah, and it's not that 
you know, I mean, they've tried to force that issue too with Howard and. Uh, and I also it, think that this is a matchup that calls for the passing game. Uh, you know, you same, beat the Giants yes, by throwing the ball. Absolutely, you do. Um, I just think that you could use him either to second half if you've got a lead, whatever it is, five sure. point, ten point lead. Little, yeah. Go for that. I can't believe I'm going to argue for Jordan Howard big, running the football the against the Giants. The world has really flipped around Oof. here. This is uh, you all right over there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a, I got hot flashes. I uh, I'm a little warmer. Uh, I um, yeah. I I. I I, I, we do this a lot of the time, and again, if he if he's winded, that's a that's a whole separate issue. But Jordan Howard's talent didn't go anywhere. No, I, <laughs> yeah, my, my yeah, issue you know, is much is more. Very that, much my, my issue is much more his conditioning and game shape. I mean, that's what Doug talked about. Like, I have to believe that that is a real factor. Yeah. So my issue is more that I don't expect him to be look he hasn't been hit in six months six weeks right all that stuff i don't know i just feel like i feel like you i'm not saying don't give him an opportunity don't use him but i just feel like you can't count on it and here's the other little nitpicky <clears throat> thing hate when people say hot hand it's just like it doesn't that that's just it's stupid like i don't know why we why? say hot hand because you're not it's 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 a false equivalency just because boston scott's been having a couple of good weeks i disagree could I easily think fail game, and no, you know of course and where did, where did jordan that, howard hot that hand doesn't disappear? mean that they're not locked in and that they're yeah. not seeing the field well and that Absolutely. they're you know and all that type of stuff so i i, I disagree i think hot hand is a, a i think you can do game. it like in game to figure out what i think it's more in game that, for sure okay, i was gotcha. talking more in game i thought they meant like you know i he's been doing pretty well i think they did mean that but i agree with you i think more of an in-game thing personally uh and and this is what i want to ask overall because this is the people have been kind of going back and forth on exactly what this game means uh, doug peterson said this is obviously more important than the cowboys game which is all true uh, kind of i mean yeah. not really if you lose the cowboys game the season's over that day yeah. and actually it's less important from the fact that you the cowboys could still lose and you make the playoffs yeah so technically it is less important this is more just like a, a feel where everyone's just cautiously walking to like Gonna take care of this thing, right? Okay, cool. And there's not like, yeah, we gotta go beat the Giants, win the playoffs. You know, there there isn't that. It's the first thing you think of when you're thinking about this game. First gut reaction: Eagles Giants. I'm confident, and I know that that's not what most people say. And again, I'm with you. You said before this is not a given, and of course, look, you can't have watched this team play for the last month, this whole year, and say, oh, they're definitely going to win this game with yeah. anybody. Like, again, they lost to the Dolphins. I, I I am not putting it past them that they could go into New York and lose this game. With a better quarterback. This sure. Time. Yeah. But... I feel confident, and especially compared to what I feel from most Eagles fans. It feels like most Eagles fans are really nervous about this game, and I understand that, but Carson Wentz is playing the best he's played since 2017, period. He is the best quarterback he has been since 2017. What did we say in 2017? We just kept saying, as long as we got 11, it's all good. And granted, it proved that we didn't even need 11 that year, the special year and all that, but I have a feeling like that heading in this game. I feel like as long as I have Carson Wentz, I'm going to win this football game. I have the better quarterback. I have the way, way, way better head coach. We talked about how important Garrett over or Peterson over Garrett was going in that Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's not a big deal. It was. It was a big and Dak Prescott not being able to throw the football. Totally, yeah. it mattered. But but coaching helped win that game for the Eagles. There's no question that Jason Garrett sucked and Doug did a great job, and that mattered. Pat Shermer sucks. Pat Schirmer really sucks. <laughs> Doug, it's a big advantage. I, I did, and again, I know you can hear all the oh Antoine Bethea and oh we want to we want to end their season. We want to play spoiler. Blah 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 blah. Okay. The so other does, team so has a everybody. chance to make the playoffs. Like <laughs> yeah. there is just more motivation on that side, 
And also, I feel like a Giants team that if they get down a little early, their season's pretty much over. Very willing to pack it in at that point. I just, I'm not as scared of this game as a lot of people are. Again, can they lose it? Absolutely. They can. Facts. And to be fair, I actually think the Cowboys are going to lose to Washington. I think they've packed it up for the year. That's a separate issue because that's, you know, not the way you want to get in. I legitimately, I feel confident that the Eagles are going to go in on Sunday. It's And again, it's silly to feel super confident with this team, but I do feel confident they will handle business and they will win on Sunday. My first thought is, don't fuck this up. Yeah, well, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, yeah. like the, please don't fuck this up. Yeah. Saquon Barkley's a little healthier. Yeah, a lot uh, healthier. A lot more healthier. Like 300 total yards last week. I think we got to take the, at least a small loss on Daniel Jones, at least for right now. This season, hey, what he's been able he's to been do. Good. He's got a lot. I mean, like his deep ball is incredible. Can we say that? I, he's good. You know what's funny? It's the same. Same worries you have against the Dallas Cowboys, except it's you know it's a healthy Dak Prescott essentially, and it's, and, and it's a worse defense, like a significantly, oh, yeah, like significantly worse defense, worse, yeah. maybe a worse head coach. I don't know, two of the worst in Garrett and Shermer. Yeah, they're yeah. both up there. Yes, uh, look, and again, Daniel Jones has been way better than I think anyone expected, but is also still a rookie, still prone for mistakes. Shockingly enough, he's actually fumbled the ball more than Carson Wentz mm-hmm. this year in <laughs> yeah. less games. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, There's a couple of picks in them. We're also coming off too. a game with the Giants in Washington where neither of those teams, like, they were just like, let's go out and have fun and throw the ball around. Right. Like, no one's playing defense <laughs> today. No one really cares. It's the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It felt like the Pro Bowl. So I'm not going to overreact to that. Daniel Jones has had some other, the monster game against Detroit came back yep. next week, had a bad game. So I, again, I'm more scared of Daniel Jones than I am at Eli Manning. No question. He's better. He's mobile. He could do just things that Eli can't. Yeah, of. he's yeah. just better. But. I and look, if you're going to lose to the Giants, it's because their offense puts up points on the Eagles' defense. The right. Eagles' defense on the road is the thing that scares me the most about this football game. Well, They've the just other, been that's a, a different yeah. unit at home. We've talked about it. Different unit. It's not enough to scare my confidence away. But I, I obviously acknowledge it. I mean, they have, ta- they have playmakers on offense, and yeah. this defense has struggled on the road. That that is a little nerve wracking. Yeah, I'm still just. I'm still in cautious mode. Like I, just like I said, I, I said people, I'm gonna I think, take week by week. Uh, look, with this team, how could you not be? They've they've punched <laughs> us in the gut so many times. Yeah. I get I'm not it. declaring anything. I can't check mark a thing yet. Like there's still Still, I agree with Doug. Like this is hey, is it the most important uh, uh, game of Carson Wentz's career? I, like <laughs> I mean, I, I I think Dallas still was, but it's right there. It's one of the most oh, important. Man, it's up there. there. Again, huh? I'm yeah. going to make you guys it's one a of cake. the most important. I, whatever. Phenomenal. I mean, because we're right and you're wrong doesn't mean you have to keep bringing it up. <laughs> uh, Giants also missing the starting right tackle. Uh, by the way, it's officially uh, Matt uh, Rem, uh, Reimers. Also, Reimers? you know, cut their best cornerback a couple weeks ago. Yeah, there's that. And yeah. uh, he was thankful to get out of that one. So yeah. that's good yeah, I'm for sure him. He's psyched to be on it's the one Saints. of those addition by subtraction things, right? Yeah. Uh, I feel Gettleman. like he definitely did that on purpose to oh, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something yeah. like He's like, I'm for just going to sure. say what I want. I don't really care. I'm going to say something. I'm going to get another job. And I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> back it up. I'm not going to back down, and they're going to cut me. It's going to be great. Uh, let me just say, fuck you for saying that. How about that? How about that, well, that Obviously, but what also, he said is horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there, just as a sidebar. I Interestingly enough... We're going to be at 16 years without a division repeat if the Eagles win. Yeah. Weird Goocher, once again. Like, this is it's weird. There, by no rhyme or reason. It's just how no, it happens. It's, it's coincidence. It's a, it's a tradition that I love, and I hope it continues on. Here's something well, funny. Well, I don't. I want it to end after this year if the Eagles win it this year, <laughs> yeah. obviously, John. Yeah, where's the rain coming in? That's uh, the rain of the Eagles in the NFC East was fun. Like, they didn't win a Super Bowl, but it was still fun. Um, also, I thought I found this from Boop Stats. He tweeted out earlier. It's the 11th NFC East title 
I think since 1980 is what he was trying to reference in the graphic. It's the ninth time since 1980 that they would have an opportunity to clinch it on the road. Nine out of the 11 times since 1980, they haven't won. It's weird. At home. That's so crazy how that ends weird. up. I just thought it was Coincidence. a weird stat. Yep. Um, and then that's that's my next question for you. And by the way, um, before, actually before I ask that, mm-hmm. I, I got a little note from our good friends over at Liquid Death. Do you want to hear what the awesome thing that we're only telling you now that is really only going to be available on Twitter for about an hour, but I want to make you guys aware of it. Sure. If the Eagles win, if the Eagles win, there is going to be a flash sale on liquid death cases. Ooh. 40% off specifically oh. just for you guys. I love that. Hash, oh, you got to use the promo code. It's very important. Never say die. The okay. promo code is never say die. 730 Eastern to 8 or whenever the game ends. One you know, word, never say die. All never one say word. die. All one okay. word. Forty uh, percent off every case. That's more than the two dollar Go Birds off case that we give you. LiquidDeath.com slash Go Birds. Uh, it is not as <laughs> it, the discount is still free if you feel like selling your soul. And it just depends on you know obviously the value, how much you value your soul. I uh, I'm whatever about it. I sold my soul to go get a case because that's how this whole thing started in the first place. You can still do that at LiquidDeath.com. But again. Never say die for one hour if the Eagles win. Is it like right after the game ends? Right hour? after the game okay. ends. Maybe give it a minute or two, but like since then. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, it the We, we it will ends. tweet it out the moment that it goes on at Go Birds Pod. You can follow us over there at John Barcher, at James Seltzer, uh, if you aren't doing that already on the Twitter.com. Uh, but I think that's pretty cool. Respect the guys over there. We might even, we're trying to figure out, it'd be a good time to like have them on because they're Philly guys and... You know, just say hi and then uh, learn more about Liquid Death and and all the rest. So we really appreciate that. LiquidDeath.com slash GoBirds, as always. $2 off every case. Never say die. 40% off if they win. Uh, what would be your embarrassment level? Let's get to the d- disaster scenarios mm-hmm. here. Dallas wins. Eagles lose a nail-biter. Where are you Monday morning? This is a scale of 1 to 10. Scale of... One to ten. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I'm so embarrassed. I can't. It's and I'm embarrassed even if they lose and Dallas loses and they still make the playoffs. I'm still. All right, let's go. Th- let's go there. Yeah, I'm still. They embarrassed. Bo- they both lose. Yeah. See, I felt the same way. I mean, I'm happy they're in the playoffs, but I'm, I'm embarrassed about I'm, it. I'm. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, like yeah. We, it needs to be the. Uh, we need to come up with something. If they that need happens. to win. All right. For me to not be embarrassed, the Eagles need to win on Sunday. Otherwise, I'm going to be embarrassed. My team has a chance to <laughs> make the playoffs, and all they have to do is beat a 4-11 and team, and you can't do it? Yeah. Embarrassed. Yeah. That's it. Embarrassed. My dream embarrassment scenario. Well, see, here's where I would Nightmare be, embarrassment scenario? Be as, man, I don't know where to classify this, so I'm just going to tell you. In my head, it's fourth quarter, both games. Uh, Eagles somehow lose the game, but... Four minutes later, somehow, the Cowboys blow their game. I'm not as embarrassed. I just laugh at the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so pretty embarrassed. <laughs> what about a tie? They tie, they're in. Tie, they're in. That's yeah. fine. That's as good as okay. a win. That's as good as a win. Okay, yeah. good, in good. fact, I would tell Doug to not play for the points. I would just say, just, you know, yeah. let's let's just play field position and keep putting it away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or whatever it is. Or hold on to the ball for, you know, nine minutes. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that's it. Ties, ties, I'm fine. Uh, I will feel okay if the if the Cowboys really just blow it open. I think too. the Cowboys are going to lose. Like I actually believe the Cowboys are going to lose to Washington. I, look, I think they've mailed it in, man. They've che- Dak Prescott's already talking about being the last game he's going to play as a Cowboy, which obviously is not true. But you know, <laughs> but but he all like 
the thing that, that's what I mean the mindset the thing out of that, that quote is oh we're already done that's the point it's not that it's actually going to be his last game it's Cowboys he's saying we're already done he's saying this is my last game of my contract yeah, like they the are already quote. giving it up like they're like we're not going to the playoffs I honestly think Washington beats him I do uh, this is uh, he'll be a great coach someday. I think the full quote is: "I think the last g- it's the last game on my contract as well." He says, "I'll be damned if I'm going to speak on anybody else's future uh, or their place." Yeah. So you you said, "Yeah, we're not going to." The the leader of Dak Prescott just said, "Yeah, we're not going to win." No. But yeah. I don't know if we're going to be here either, and yeah. I'm not on contract, so yeah. let's just yeah. That great leadership of Dak Prescott. That's brutal. Just just saying the season's over, it's and they they have injury help too. I think the left side of their line is gone. The starters wise. I mean, regardless, their season um, is not technically over. You can't say that. Like, and did you, you sound horrible? Yeah, yeah. You just can't say it. And do you notice how all these Dallas Cowboy fans are starting to just roll into the whole injury excuse thing now? No. After 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 Nuh-uh. yelling about it no for, way. for weeks on end no here, way. just like oh, it never ends. You know, no way! Most Stop. important players get, hurt. Get what are you here. supposed to do? <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> it's because he couldn't have Cooper you got Rush beat by a there. practice squad team, and you're yeah. talking about injuries. Come yeah. on! Yeah, that's 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 enough of that. So, I, okay, let a lot, not a, a bunch of embarrassment for both of us. I, I'm surprised that that wasn't really the case when I asked the question. People were more on like, I don't care if they want to got into the playoffs. That's still wow, like, really, that should I mean, be look, a I, celebrating. Again, I'd be moment. very happy they made the playoffs, but I would be embarrassed. I mean, that just yeah, that doesn't is. go away, no. kind of, uh, kind of anytime soon. There, so um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to, to wait and see. It'll be an interesting, you know, do it. Like, how are we going to watch this game? That's my. Is it going to be dueling TVs? Or are we gonna? I, I think I'm more focused on the Cowboys game. I, I don't really care what the Eagles do. What? No, I just, it, the Eagles just need to win. It's the same thing like last year. Like, no, if, but the Eagles need to win. Like, that's it. They do, but it's in, in the same way. If Washington is is up early or like dominating them throughout the third quarter, then, well, then, then, then obviously, it doesn't, doesn't mean I'm going matter. in more interested in the Cowboys game. I'm going in equally as interested. No, way more interested. Than you. And then I'm going to determine like what Not happens. Even close. Not even close. <laughs> Same thing. If the birds Crazy are up like talk. twenty-one to nothing early, then I'm going to switch right over and well, see what the Dallas is doing. Well, then that game is literally meaningless. If well, the Eagles no, win, just, that game is meaningless. I just want to see what I'm just saying. Like I have, I have, uh, I'm going to be split, split vision here because because okay. after the game is done, we're not going to be like, oh, let's break this one down. We're going to be like, oh my god, this team in the playoffs, and uh, let's see who their opponent's going to be. Yeah. Like we don't. Well, know. we won't know until the Sunday night game. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, is that true? Yeah, well, San Francisco, oh, right, San Seattle. Fran- I guess he wins that division. For some reason, I thought San Francisco locked that up. No, oh, no, because no. of the, the, game, the Seattle it's, overtime. It's for winner. the one seed on, on Sunday damn. night. God. Robbie Gould, man, yeah, dude, how about it? Um, who would you rather have, by the way, coming in? Who do you want coming in? To I want Seattle coming here. They're just banged up. They're more beat up. I know the the best argument I've I've heard is is I would rather obviously face Jimmy Garoppolo than Russell Wilson in a playoff game, but I would rather have Seattle come here. Because I think they're more banged up. I think San Francisco is just a better football team, period. I think they're just better. I think they're better all around. They're better on defense. They're better on offense. I think they're more talented. They're better coached. I think I fear San Francisco more. Um, but I also feel better about facing San Francisco in San Francisco than Seattle in Seattle. I know Seattle hasn't been the best home team this year, but still that history, those games. So, look, I don't... I'm not going to feel super confident against either of these teams, yeah. but if I had to choose, I'd rather have Seattle come here. Uh, same, and there is a, can I can I tell you my growing theory about sure. Shanahan? Yeah. Maybe he's not a big moment coach, right? How do you know? Just because of the I, Super Bowl and he's I'm not just saying, like, does that hang around? Yeah. You know, you're, it's we'll new see. guys, it's I think, a new I think, city. I think he's the, the real Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan is what everyone made Sean McVay out to be. 
I don't know yet. I think Kyle I Shanahan love Kyle is. Shanahan I, I think if coach. I had to pick one guy to run an offense for me in the NFL, I'm picking Kyle Shanahan. I think just the well, just to talk to players, I would think that too. He seems a he seems a lot just more watching approachable. Their, off- their offense is unbelievable. Like it they is. Do, they're they're amazing. They yeah. do stuff I've never seen before, and they do it so well. And it's like a well-oiled machine. Well, they did it a lot really well in Atlanta. Too. Sure, it was a and historic offense. On everything, so we, I, I'm just was, saying. But again, are you blaming him for that game? Are you blaming Dan Quinney? Blaming Matt Ryan? You blaming Devonte Freeman? I mean, there's a lot of blame of to it. go around all in that game. It. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of blame to go around. It, it certainly is, um, and that's just a working theory. I'm, and I, I, look, and we'll not, see. It's still interesting. What, it's I, interesting. We I don't love, have a lot of evidence right. is the point. Uh, I also think going to San Francisco to face that particular team, even though that there's there's plenty of veterans on that squad, like there's not that whole experience thing where people try to wedge it in through, I don't think is it's as big in that matchup. But something tells me Jimmy can choke pretty easily. Yeah, I think Jimmy can choke that more easily than than anything else uh that de- i mean like jesus that defense is going to give a uh, uh, eagles fans nightmares oh that God. if that ends up happening they got to beat seattle and they got to beat the giants to go do all that stuff but I, i'm just be a in, rough in, in end the, of the career the, for J- for jason peters when nick bosa just owns his soul oh no buddy oh God. how quickly is jason peters tapping out of that one uh, <laughs> five minutes five minutes in the game well, time, i can't stop this guy oh my ankle <laughs> here you go andre good luck yeah uh, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting week if if everything goes to plan and you start fantasizing and getting into certain scenarios. I'm gonna definitely try to to find my Marshawn Lynch uh, hold my dick moment for one of these players <laughs> because they're that's the thing about it. If they win this, I'm more confident that they win the home playoff game than this game in particular. Like I I think they can. Really, just throw, and everybody feels that way too. Uh, our good friends over at You Better Bet were saying the other day, can't wait to bet on a wild card weekend where the Eagles are, you know, underdogs. That's fair. In into this and all that. Do, why do you? I, I don't. Do you feel as confident as like Seattle coming in here? The Eagles taking care of business. I mean, like again, I I don't think you feel confident with this Eagles team in any situation against anybody. Like super confident, but I would feel super confident. Against I, the Seattle I wouldn't Seahawks. go that that far, but I would I would feel. Confident, like I would feel like there's a real chance they can win. Again, this defense is way better at home. They just are. Yep. They're so much better, and and I trust this offense the way it's put together now that at least those guys are going to go out and compete for Carson. And I think Carson's an X factor in that type of situation. Yeah. So I would feel like the Eagles could win, but I certainly wouldn't feel confident, like super confident. Yeah, and I would assume if it is they make the playoffs here. Does do you see Ertz at all? I think Ertz comes back the first week of the playoffs. And Lane does too. That's what oh, I think. Oh, I think right? Lane's a lock for the first week of the playoffs. And then you have Deshaun in San Francisco if that's a, round a, two, a, theoretically, or Seattle, there. depending on who wins that game. Yep. Man, I just like the matchups yeah. when that happens. I like the way it's and playing you've, out. you've never seen any tape on Deshaun other than that one week. Yeah. You have no idea what they planned all freaking offseason for with this, that, trick plays with them. God knows what else that's in there. I, I think that's a you know, a humongous deal if you can survive that long to get to Deshaun and then you know, maybe the, the the dream optimistic scenario of how this all works out is, one, it's a great story, regardless of the, the ending point here. Like, everybody's, for the most part, once you get into the playoffs, everybody starts to adjust their expectations because no one expected them to really be in this point. And for the, I think that's another thing we got to stop saying, too, is just nothing is impossible anymore. Yeah, Nick Foles Maybe won the Super Bowl. Nick Foles <laughs> became the best quarterback on anymore. earth for two games. Like, come on. Yeah, that's going to as, as long as Doug and Carson are here, I think that's that's just kind of 
how it's going to roll. Um, I the the best way that I can think like Desha- imagine this like Deshaun coming back in his home state uh, doing you know fly Eagles fly against the, the 49ers they're going to be heavy favorites like couldn't okay couldn't we have our nine and seven Giants moment I mean, sure I mean I wouldn't again <laughs> not, and, and, and they didn't I'm get a betting on they it they didn't get a home playoff game if I remember they correctly the right? yeah, they yeah. just ran the whole the five seed I think and yeah, they, yeah. Green Bay won it as a six seed yeah, but I I think they're if don't let them win the first one is my look at is my you. Field. You're talking Super Bowl already. I'm just saying don't let them win the first right. one. I don't know where it ends, but okay. don't let them win the first I one. I like it because if okay. they win the first one, they're probably going to win the second one. Wow! And if they you're win the second one, wow, you're really digging some leaps here. If they win the second one, you can't stop that moment. Revenge game in New Orleans and after you, that. How about that? Let's go! And if you can't stop the third game. Then you're gonna go face Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. You, in the you Super are Bowl. you are jumping. Then you'll probably way lose. Ahead. And then you'll probably lose. But motherfucker, there's a lot of narratives that'll shift in one playoff run. It would be great, right? Yeah, like we won't. Amazing. I I think we're putting the cart before the horse. Of course say. we are. That's not. It's not fun to do it otherwise. Can't we just? <laughs> I just want to be over here in non-reality land. But it could be reality. Just like that. It's true. That's all I'm saying. Like a month so. away. We could be a month away from the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. How about that? Huh? <laughs> uh, there. There. Yeah. Put that Put that and print it out. There we go. Done. Done and done. Eagles are going to the Super Bowl again. James is going to be right. <laughs> it, took a, it, took a, it took a while Flipped to come it back there. to it. It was my thing. Good. Good. Yeah, you're right. That would be... That would be... Something. If I, Bowl. at the end of the year, could retweet my, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl <laughs> from May, and not ironically, that would be really cool. Along with like a thousand other like that, national yes, and that'd local be people. Really cool. yeah, Eagles are going to go win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, we, we saw it coming this way. <laughs> I planned it. Uh, so there will obviously be at least maybe one more moment to fit in in 2019 here, but... Uh, Curious, James, after looking at the entire season so far, offseason, all of it in 2019. What do you think the best part of 2019? Well, the, I mean, the best part of 2019 was they won a playoff game. They beat yeah. the Bears. That just is what it is. Let's take that off the table. Um, outside of that, hmm, it's a really great question. There are some like little moments. I mean, Brandon Brooks coming back after what happened to him and being the best player on the team. Yeah. Definitely Damn, stands out think to me about as something that. like that. That was a really silly. That's not on my top of my head. Great moment. Um, and, and again, that's more of a, a longer moment. Um, I, I honestly, legitimately, I know it's recency bias and all that, but the game against the Cowboys for me is the best moment of the season. I mean, yeah. the 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 season on the line, all the consternation, everything we went to, and and really more than anything, just to finally see the Carson Wentz that you and I have been yelling all season <laughs> and the last two years at Elliott Shore Parks about, and other people just to know because you and I never wavered. We're like that guy is there. Yeah, like we just need to see him and to see him finally in the biggest game of his career. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> to show up the way he did and to play the way he did with the guys he was doing it with. I mean, Troy Eggman, and again, it's hyperbole, but Troy Eggman called it one of the best team wins he's ever seen in the NFL. Yeah. Now, that is hyperbole. Yeah. That is overboard. Right. But what they did with the group of guys they did in that game against a way, way, way more talented team, and I know Dak was hurt and all that stuff, but uh, to see Carson do what he did in that moment, in that game, with the guys around him that he had, for me, that is the best thing that's happened this season. Man, yeah, see, and, and mine is another Wentz-related moment, and it's just like, this is this is why it's more like... The Giants comeback? The Giants come, All of that stuff is amazing. Yeah. But when I knew Carson Wentz was going to be okay, and there wasn't going to be any long-term issues, 
is the fact that he got a football out of his hand a centimeter before his knee goes down. Oh, the Atlanta. Mac Collins throw. The Mac Collins throw. Wow, in Atlanta. And I go, huh. holy shit. I mean, that was the that was still that was that, that and the Miles Sanders corner touchdown throw. Yes. Those were his two best plays of the year, no question. And I think the one in Atlanta is the one in Atlanta better. is more athletic. The one in Atlanta is unbelievable. Like the the, the, the throw, arm speed. The throw to Sanders was a, a obviously a better throw. Yeah, That's the best absolutely. maybe throw of his career, just pure throw. But situationally, that that Good that Lord. play with Mac that was that was something. Just yeah, two, the, two people in the world can make that play. The only reason why it's not Miles in the end zone is because he had Dallas Goddard wide open in those first three of them. I still don't know why he didn't throw it that way, but uh, that's when I knew Carson Wentz was going to be fine and that the season was going to be not his fault. Like right it. there. I just go, okay, now we can look at everything else, how he's going to handle that, and I'll keep saying it. The best moment of 2019 is not only that throw, but to understand that Carson Wentz is a special quarterback, and it's just, you know, there's there's going to be some timing issues that are always going to be wrong with him because his development's been all over the place. He's rushed himself, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We know the whole story. Yeah, but, bring back Flip. We know. But like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we get it. Bring back Flip, all right. Uh, which is totally going to happen, right? Please. I'll take it with open arms. Everybody oh, seems to hate. Come on back, John. John DeFilippo, wherever he's gone post Super Bowl. So it's great. Bring him on back. Bring man. him back. Um, I'm sure he would. <laughs> you know, two offensive coordinator spots and then reestablish your value. Come back, show everyone you were the Carson Whisper. You'll get another job. It's funny. You know what uh, they're complaining about down in Jacksonville about his offense? Not running enough play action passes. Really? No. Wow. That's unexpected. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is the same guy. So that immediately tells me, by the way, Filippo wasn't the guy. Like, when we go into the Reich Filippo thing, it's not the guy. Filippo wasn't the guy. Probably no, a brilliant no. teacher quarterback. That's what I think. Probably again, not a I great offensive I don't want John Filippo as my offensive coordinator. No. I want him as my quarterback's coach. I want him with offensive coordinator ideas. I want him to come <laughs> back and work one-on-one yeah. with Carson every, every day. That's yeah. what I want. And... Uh, uh, that's the other thing, too, is the I'm so glad we don't have to talk about Nick Foles anymore in, until he retires. And then we can just make him an all time eagle and remember that moment. I am so glad that we are not having that debate this season. Um, and Carson has done a lot uh, to, I mean, get rightfully criticized in the first place, but to dig himself out of that and just to put this team in the position which it was in. I didn't expect him to win three games in a row. Um, four is is yet another challenge. And. Hopefully uh, we can get on in there, James. Uh, any last thoughts before we go out here? Did I miss anything about? Oh wait, I gotta. I want to ask about. Don't you think? And I, I don't. This happened after our last podcast. Don't you think the Kamu thing is a little weird going to IR? Oh yeah, I think it's the punishment whole, isn't it? Uh, it's a three to four week injury, which his agent came out yeah. right away and said. Yeah, I think it's probably that. And I mean, he's look, not going to be back. Look, next he's year. an idiot. Like that was such a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Like he deserved to. I, I'm okay with it. Whatever it is, I'm okay with. No, it. No, I'm okay with it too. Uh, but I think yeah, it's. I, I think, think you're it's, probably right. Yeah. I think it's to an extent where like. Yeah. I don't. I don't need you anymore. And if you notice Doug today saying, "Well, they're like we can't have we guys doing want that." Want to be like, as tr- it puts everything in danger. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree. And now every, every injury update is. I want to be as transparent as I can, uh, <laughs> guys. Let me tell you everything. That's he does going have on. a back issue. All right. You know, Zach Ertz does have a back issue as well. I yes. can't really expand on it. But yes, I think they were okay. really upset about I just that. Just want yes. to get that on the record. I agree. I think that's a good conspiracy. And, and everyone will complain about why he's not back. Of course. Uh, next season. Yeah. When Kamu's a really like, good player. I 
don't just understand. Wait, just wait for a play either in the Giants game or the, the playoffs <laughs> where like a coverage linebacker would have made the play and TJ Edwards or whatever uh-huh. doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah, There it is. Yeah. Um, let's uh, quickly play this game and then I want your final thoughts. Can you name everybody that's on Ooh. the injured reserve right now? How many players are on there? We've got 12. Malik Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Both correct. Yes. Um, uh, okay. Uh, on IR for this, Alshon Jeffrey. Correct. Um, who else is on IR? Um, there are, I'll give you a hint. There are three names from uh, preseason? Tra- training camp preseason. Okay. Um, well, Kamu. Kamu's on there. We just talked yes. about him. Yes. Um, so, uh, okay. Um, I'm going by position here in my head. I need to think more defensive. Um, oh, from the preseason. Oh, my gosh. I know there's one from the... This is not good. Big time preseason name that ended up yeah, on Yeah, it was IR. Osman? Yes. Yes. He was uh, the first one. Yes. Um, this is probably not the funnest listen, so if I can't come up with any more quickly, <laughs> I'll stop. Um, am I missing any other big names? Uh, big in terms of guys we've talked about a lot yes. and debated a lot. There's there's two on here. That two are, more that are yeah. on there. One recent, one from preseason. Okay. One recent, one from preseason. Like the most recent, I should say. The most recent IR candidate. What's the most recent IR? Oh, oh, um, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Uh, this just happened. It was Ronald Darby. We're looking for Ronald Darby. Darby, yeah. Uh, the others, Rudy Ford. Oh, Rudy Ford. I would not have gotten Rudy Ford. Darren Sproles. Here's one I forgot about. Hassan Ridgeway. I did forget about Ridgeway. I knew there was a defensive tackle. I'm like, no, Jernigan's there. Rush, Huggins. There was a defensive tackle in there. Corey I knew Cl- they cut spends. So. Corey Clement. Corey Clement, yes, uh, of course. Jordan Mailata and John Ritchie's favorite football player of all time. But I didn't even think he made the team. Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson made the team. I didn't even think he was like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, I was like, they made the team? And then they quickly switched him over to IR. The same with uh, Mailata and all the rest there, too. So, yeah, and the crazy thing is... 11 practice squad players, which Joe DeCamera pointed out today on your guys' show. Which is nuts. Just blown away. crazy. 11 practice squad players have been active for game day this year. Uh, Once again, showing us that, uh, yeah, coaching is is, is pretty important along with having a bad division and some good luck on your side as well. We can say that, right? Uh, James, final thoughts as we uh, roll out here. And uh, I hope it's an exciting, uh, you know, post game show. For yeah, us on look, my final thought is is uh, as long as we got Carson, we're going to be okay. I'm, re- I'm back there. I'm back. I'm back to that spot. It's been a long time since I could say as long as I got eleven, I'm good. <laughs> I feel that way about Sunday. I feel like Carson Wentz has turned a corner, and I think he's going to go out and he's going to continue to play this way. I think he's going to rise, raise the level of guys around him. Great quarterbacks bring everyone up. I think we're seeing that the last few weeks with Carson. I think we see that, and I think they beat the. Giants. I feel good about them being the Giants. As good as you could possibly feel with a team you can never feel good about. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a, yeah, man, that should be, put that good, on a right? t-shirt. It yeah. came out, I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, I like that. I kind of want to start just putting phrases on t-shirts and just, just wear them myself like and no one else can have them, so I might steal Ooh, that one from you. Really? That's good. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, I uh, Oh, by the way, good news, we're back on 94 WIP, full time, one to three. Hey-o! Then the next week after that, we get an extra hour, one to four. <laughs> 
Oh, do we? So well, yeah. I've not been consulted with that. I'm willing to do one to three. We'll have to negotiate the one to four. Elliot can do uh, the last hour. Yeah, it's Elliot Power. There you go. I want to hear done, that. Done yeah. and done. So look forward. I might just sit there and watch him as he does it. <laughs> things might change, obviously, if there's like Saturday wildcard games and the True. Eagles aren't a part of it and yes. things like that. But or uh, are a part of it. That would oh, definitely they are, change. Are part yeah. Of it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would one thousand percent change. Yeah. So we'll keep you updated on that. But uh, it's um, it's about that time, James. Uh-uh. Um, you know, the, it, when I came on here at the beginning of this podcast, it's pretty interesting to be like, yeah, you know, it's amazing how much Doug Peterson has brought this team together uh, and how we've constantly almost questioned the fact that he has the almost no ability at some points to construct like a great offense or some, maybe he's not that best of a, a play caller and on and on and on and on. Uh, but what Doug has done and what Carson have, has done in the last four weeks has kind of brought us all back together again. And that to me is the most exciting thing about this Eagles season. You know, forget all the highlights and lowlights that are mixed in between. It's the fact that this team can turn a switch and then we can too. So baby, we need to do it one more time because this is it. This is the big time now. We can embarrass and humiliate a divisional opponent, not only for this year, but for the rest of time. The Cowboys will fold. They will make poor decisions. And once again, this leads to where the Eagles need to be back on top one more time. So let's all get together and rise and shout from the mountains of the Appalachians and tell everybody we're not going anywhere. We don't plan on going anywhere for the rest of time. We are the thorn in your side that will always constantly bother you. The Eagles, their fans, we're here again to take over the NFL one more time and go on an epic run, which no one will believe in. But we'll believe it because we've seen it. It is Go Birds number 159 right here. Radio.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds! (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.